Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing, and today I'm joined by Kasper Szymanski from searchbrothers.com. Hello, Kasper. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Andy. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Let's start off by uh, you telling us a little bit about what you do. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. My name is Kasper Szymanski. I was with the search SEO industry really for a good uh, eight, nine years by now. I started off in 2006, and um, I used to be on the search quality team of Google um, until 2013. So that's the theme, you know, mostly associated with applying manual spam action. Um, but, at, you know, during my time at Google, uh, it was much more than that, in fact. Uh, my team used to work an awful lot on reconsideration requests, so that's helping webmasters and site owners um, who happen to be in violation with Google Webmaster guidelines for a reason or another, you know, to help them to to get back into Google's grace, if you want. Mm. And then we did uh, an awful lot of work um, in terms of Webmaster outreach. So the team I was spearheading um, went to conferences. Uh, we worked across languages, really. Some, at some point, 40 languages um, within the EMEA market uh, providing assistance through help forms, uh, but also being very proactive and very, uh, you know, writing a lot of content on behalf of Google on Google Forms, uh, as well as Google Blogs and country blogs. So um, that was what I used to do at Google. Now, ever since 2013, uh, I rejoined forces with a former colleague and a former fellow Googler, Philly Visa, and we created the brand of SearchBrothers.com. So uh, ever since, we help webmasters and site owners again. Uh, we make sure that uh, their sites are understood, and we do uh, a lot of risk analysis and penalty recovery and assistance. Unfortunately, Philly can't be with us today, but is with us in spirit, isn't he? He, he is in spirit with us, indeed, uh, and uh, he will be around uh, at Brighton. So, um, you know, if you're interested in having his opinion or just exchange his thoughts with that guy as well, uh, we're fairly easy to find over the website or at Brighton indeed. Fantastic. Yeah, so indeed you will be at Brighton SEO, so we're all looking forward to that. And you'll be talking about uh, penalty recovery, won't you? Yes. Um, so the session indeed is planned uh, as a very interactive one, uh, meaning whatever you as a guest uh, happen to be you know, interested in, let's talk about that. Now, uh, 
based on experience, an awful lot of people will be like, okay, I happen to be experiencing, you know, my site dropping. Um, my site happens to be maybe, you know, in violation. Maybe there is actually some manual spam action applied. How do I get rid of that? Yeah. So that's the underlying theme uh, of, of our session. Uh, I believe it starts sometime around 9.30 a.m., if I remember correctly, and it will be around for the whole day. So, you know, we look forward to meeting uh, people, talking to industry, fellow industry people. That's fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about, I mean, what happens when Google drops your site? I know from experience, it's a terrible feeling when a large kind of entity that you have no control over so that you right. completely rely on completely drops you. So most people go into an utter panic when their site has been dropped with Google. I mean, what what do you do? Right, it, it can be scary indeed. You know, um, being both on Google uh, as well as being a consultant these days, you do hear the stories, you do experience it, you, you do see the despair and, and the confusion. Now, um, there's a bunch of things that, that you have to do, and I'm not saying it's an easy process, but it's 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 manageable. So the First thing I would recommend anyone to do, really, and it doesn't matter whether you're, whether you're running a massive website, massive platform, or whether that's you know a small website or even a private website. The really most important thing um, as a first step is to go to your Google Webmaster Tools. And the off chance of sounding you know like I'm advocating for, for Google Webmaster Tools, it's a free tool. Mm. It doesn't cost you anything, and it gives you so much insights on you know how Google sees your website. And um, there is a chance that if, if your site has been found in violation with Google Webmaster guidelines, you may be receiving a warning, which really is a message that says, you know, this is what happened. That's your starting point. Um, yeah. There is no guarantee, of course, and there's, there's a chance that the drop might be for utterly different reasons. There might be technical reasons. The Internet is in flux. So there's an awful lot of things that might have happened, but if you're able to say, okay, it is a manual action or it's not, you take it from there. Does that make sense? It does, yes. So that would be the first step then, would it, Google Webmaster Tools? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Like really any webmaster not using Google Webmaster Tools yet, highly recommended. It. It's really trivial. It's like one of the simplest things to sign up, and then you just get that information free of charge. Why not doing it? Yeah. So you mentioned uh, that you may have received a sort of, you know, a Google Webmaster Tools message, a sort of warning message. What, yeah. What, you know, what do you do if you do receive one of those? Read it very, very carefully. And I cannot stress enough how attention to detail is, is relevant and important here. There is a bunch of those messages, and um, they, they, they were being constantly improved. Now, those messages, that they might be in English, they might be in your native tongue. Um, there's a lot of them, and the message might be, uh, well, it depends on you know, what, what the issue might be. So is it about links? And these days, an awful lot of messages are really about links. Yeah. Well, what kind of links does Google frown upon? Is it the incoming links? Is it the outgoing links? You have to be very, very precise in reading what the problem is. And it doesn't have to be links, but, you know, I'm just referring to more recent uh, developments, more recent uh, trends. Now, um, once you, you have that message, there is an off chance that there might be examples of links. Those are really crucial to understand um, where to start off with your investigation. You know, um, there's a fair chance that if Google um, is basically telling you, look, your incoming links are 
in violation of Google Webmaster Guidelines. There is a fair chance that this is not about five links or ten links. This is probably about a big volume. Now, that's fine. But how do you know which ones among your backlink portfolio or your backlink profile are the issue? Yeah. It, it, might, it, might be, it might be very painful. It might be very resource intense to figure that out. And, and you can do that. It's absolutely perfectly possible to do that even with millions and millions of backlinks. But if you get a chance to, 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 you know, to look it up and say, okay, Google didn't like those particular five links. What do they have in common? That gives you a head start. Mm. That's where I would actually you know, start, try to start digging in. Um, if, if you get those uh, samples, that's fantastic. If you don't, the task at hand might be more challenging, but it's still fixable. Something like a penalty that cannot be fixed is really, I haven't seen it quite yet, and I have seen a lot of penalties in my life. Wow, so you're penalty savvy. Uh, I suppose, yeah. Um, I think uh, between me and uh, uh, my fellow uh, ex-Googler and business partner, Philly Visa, there's probably a few people that have seen quite a, as many as we have, and, and you know, talking of both sides of the fence. And it, it's, it's all really issues that are quite manageable. It just takes time, but it can be fixed. That's the good news, I suppose. I think most of us, I mean, I've spoken to a few people that have got penalized, you know, by, by Google. And mm-hmm. it's a horrible feeling. And I know most of us feel that, you know, well, our, our site is legitimate. And I know it's, that is, you know, whether a site is legitimate or not is kind of a slightly grey area. But, I mean, one of the main feelings they have is why does Google penalise a legitimate site to start with? I mean, what would your answer be to that? Um, that is a quite common notion, I suppose, Andy. Um, and I think we need to remind ourselves about where Google is coming from. Now, you know, again, I really do speak only um, for myself and and from my experience, uh, I do not speak on behalf of Google anymore as I used to, as, uh, as I was employed by the company. But for all I know, this is really not about you know, Google or any other search engine for that matter, as far as I'm concerned, being vindictive and you know, going after a particular legitimate website. Yeah. What Google cares for profoundly, however, is the user experience. So it does not matter that much for them, whether your site or my site is, is a great site indeed, they would care much more whether me and you as a user having a query, we do receive the results that make us happy. We do receive the results that make us actually, you know, stop the search rather than going back and, and refining the query. So um, I know it is a feeling that, that you know, it's the shared uh, among a lot of site owners saying, you know, why me? How comes that my competitor uh, hasn't been experiencing a, a manual spam action? How comes they didn't drop? And the answer to that is there are bits and pieces of things that you really should not be concerned, particularly because you can't change them. You know, there is no way of saying, okay, so sure, you can utilize the spam report, but there is, there is no a guarantee for, for Google to take action in the same way that action might have been taken on your site. However, you can focus on the things that, that are actually fully under your control. So, you know, the type of um, infrastructure underlying your website, the, the server speed, um, the user experience, 
all those things, the quality of content, the type of interaction, um, the type of user experience marketing that can be, um, you know, underlying your website, the community building behind it, all those things you can change, you can improve. So I wouldn't really ask myself, I wouldn't really pose the question, why are legitimate sites that have been, for one reason or another, being found in violation with Google Webmaster Guidelines? I wouldn't really ask myself why. I would ask myself how to fix that. Yeah. And there is tools at, at hand, right? There is the Google Webmaster Tools, and there is the Disavow Tool, which helps you address backlink issues. So um, I, I think it's all quite manageable. It's just that posing the right question is probably the first step in order to get the situation back on track. So the other two I mentioned, that's the uh, disavow tool, uh, tool. And that, that tool basically um, allows you to say, this is a suggestion to Google. These particular links, and you provide those in a, in a particular file, it's a very simple TXT file. Those particular links, I do not trust those. Please discount them from you know, counting into my backlink profile. Now, back in the days, any link would be good. You know, any, any backlink. Uh... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Would kind of contribute to, to your site's reputation, but that, that has changed massively, and particularly ever since Penguin, the algorithm has been rolled out. Uh, webmasters do see that uh, poor quality backlinks, poor neighborhood backlinks, can actually be more harmful than, than good for them. So, you know, if, if you happen to have 100 backlinks, that's another big issue. You can try to go ahead, contact webmasters, and you can ask for the links to be removed, for them to be, uh, you know, for the no-follow attribute to be applied. Um, but that becomes obviously an issue if you happen to have 100,000 backlinks. Yeah. And in, in our industry, really, 100,000 backlinks is a very small backlink profile. 
So, you know, magnify that number uh, by factor 20, and then you have a proper backlink profile. How do you get rid of those if they happen to be um, harming you rather than helping your website? Well, that's what the tool is for. Sure. You know, you provide Google with a suggestion, and it's very important to keep in mind that's what it is. It's merely a suggestion. So the disavow file, the file that you submit, that is merely a suggestion to Google. It's not a directive. So you cannot tell them, okay, we hate those backlinks. Like those, we really don't want to count. They reserve the right to, you know, choose as they please, which is perfectly fine. It's their private index. That's yeah. okay. But you can provide that list and on the off chance that, you know, you have a lot being building links or somebody else has been building links on your behalf, you can get rid of, of that anchor really holding you back as you want to progress with, with your website. How do you spell the name of that tool, Casper, that you just mentioned? Disavow, like, you know, disavowing something tool. Um, D-I-S-A-V-O-W, tool. Fantastic. Now, is there a sort of common mistake that people make when they get a Google penalty? Is there something you should never do if you get a Google penalty? Yeah, I guess uh, that's a funny one. Um, What I did experience, you know, and people would tell us about, uh, and and former colleagues uh, from other departments would tell us about, people happen to experience penalty, and then there is only limited ways of communicating with Google, but there is obviously one way to communicate with Google if you happen to be a client of Google's as well. So now I'm talking AdWords, which is paid search. has nothing to do with penalties, has nothing to do with organic search. However, if you're a client, there is a chance that you you have a phone number, you have a point of contact person. So some people will obviously go ahead and pick up the phone and call the person on the other end that AdWords Google person and say, hey, you know, what's happening? How come I've been penalized? I seem to be a good client of yours. Mm. And that's the one thing I would really advise against. Right. Uh, For the simple reason, um, there is no point in yelling at your AdWords representative. They Mm. are probably doing a very good job too. Um, On top of that, they have no way of knowing what's happening with organic search. So it's not like they can push a button or, you know, and and do something or go around corners, um, help fixing issues. It's just not happening. Anybody who tells a different story, they really do not know. There is this, you know, industry legend. I happen to have an Edwards guy. He helps me with my penalties. That is, I'm afraid, only wishful thinking. It keeps on happening. At times, I suppose, I feel for the Edwards guys. But you know, even though they're doing a crack job, uh, I don't think they can do anything at all about penalties. So just don't bother them at all. Okay, good advice. <laughs> another another question <laughs> that I often hear sure. is, you know, after you've had a, a penalty lifted, mm-hmm. you know, how is your site going to recover? Will it ever recover fully after a penalty is lifted? The answer is it can. It really is a case by case situation. And the reason for that being because there is just so many factors. So uh, if you look at it, it can be as simple as that. You have a decent website, you have decent content, you have decent backlinks, 
and then you have this, this volume of really crappy backlinks on top of that. So those are nearly holding you back mm. rather than advancing your website. So um, as you do everything by the book, as you um, disavow those links, you know, you investigate them, you do all the analysis, you provide the file in the right format, submit it, um, things go well, that ballast is cut off and your site, you know, your site goes through the roof. That, that does happen. Um, but that's not happen every single time because there is obviously the websites that do not have that volume of really good links pointing to them as well. So, um, you know, they get rid of the ballast, they get rid of the backlinks that, that were holding them back, but there's nothing to fill in. So those sites tend not to um, return to where they used to be. And we have to keep in mind, it's not like, you know, your site can only develop and progress in Google search engine results, um, always on the positive upwards trajectory. Yeah, sure. Um, every, you know, every single spot gained, it's just a temporary snapshot. Um, it's not like, oh, you got position number three, so it can only go towards position number two, and you kind of own this spot. It, it is just a temporary thing. We are constant flux. So the, the quick answer, I suppose, to your question is yes, sites can fully recover, but it's not guaranteed, and every single case has to be looked into, and at times it does require substantial work, substantial effort, and particularly in terms of improving the user experience, because that's something um, I believe we haven't talked much about today. We, we talk a lot about links, but user experience absolutely crucial for building a successful website. It's a very interesting point, Casper, what you said about yeah. um, the fact that I, I think it's a common misconception that your site will generally improve over time and sort of build a legacy of, of Google goodness. But of course, you're absolutely right. It's a sort of, it's a day-by-day thing almost, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. It's, 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 it's a common thing you know, for, for people to assume, and I, I suppose it's natural um, particularly for the people that, that feel very passionate about their business, thinking, you know, um, you do see the recognition in terms of, of high visibility in Google SERPs. Well, um, why wouldn't that continue? Uh, completely forgetting that while you have achieved that, that level and then kind of, you know, relaxed, there was other sites popping up, new websites that might be better, you never know. Um, that user queries, user behavior changes and alternates all the time. Mm. Um, and then obviously there's the most kind of like most uh, impactful and mysterious one, which is that, you know, today, uh, as, as we speak, there will be likely two Google algorithm updates released. They will very likely never receive a, a funny name, a fancy name such as Panda and Penguin. Yeah. But they will have an impact on sites. They will have an impact on rankings. So uh, there's just so much in flux that there, there is no way of saying, yes, uh, I built a great website, it does well, and then just, I just let it be, and it will continue doing well. It's an ongoing battle. It's like with every business. You have to be there. You have to provide for your clients. Yeah. So once um, a penalty is lifted... Will a site be under any sort of particular observation for the foreseeable future? 
Oh yeah, uh, actually, a good good few people think that. Um, and uh, for all I can tell, you know, again, just talking experience during my time, I, I really do not think that that Google is vindictive whatsoever. I, I there is like at my time there was no no automated system or or you know there was no culture really of saying oh yes this website has done something really bad mm. oh let's check on them in a month from now because you know they might be doing something bad again it's it's not a personal struggle so as much as obviously uh, Google storage power is, is tremendous so it's fair to assume that uh, all the past um, you know, violations or the past methods applied would be stored in one way or another, I would not expect that a particular website would be under spotlight for having done something really bad you know, in the past and, and having to go completely and perfectly whitehead going forward because the second they slip, even if it's unintentional, it's going to be total mayhem for them again. I think it's a playing level field kind of experience for mm. everyone. And if you happen to be um, a website owner um, that says, okay, here's a really cool website. Uh, I know they have done something really shady in the past, but now it's good. Should I take it over? Should I collaborate with it? I would absolutely go for it. I think here now is much more important than what's been happening in the past. Well, that's good to know. And thank you so much for your insights into the workings of uh, the internals of Google. Well, not the internals, but <laughs> the philosophy, the general philosophies in Google. That's great to know. Thank you very much. Thank you for the opportunity to share my thoughts. It's been really uh, a great pleasure to talk to you. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure on my end as well. So how can our listeners uh, find out more about you and more about Search Brothers? Right. So we go quite a bit to conferences. Obviously, uh, SEO Brighton is Brighton SEO is, uh, is the one that I would like to point out. Mm. So uh, we will be there, both me and Philly, uh, at 9th of April. So we look forward to speak to a good few people. And uh, I believe our session is called Penalty Recovery and Future Proofing uh, of uh, SEO of your website. And for anybody who cannot make it to Brighton this year around or this time around, searchbrothers.com, just ask us your question and we'll be looking into how we can work together. Casper, thank you very much indeed. And thanks to our listeners for listening. You can find show notes as usual at sitevisibility.com forward slash IM podcast. Uh, we're on iTunes and Stitchers and we love reviews and uh, and comments. And uh, yes, we, we like those sort of things. And there's two ways you can contact us. There's the email podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk and there's a phone line if you want to leave a phone message or a phone question is plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. So it's goodbye from me, Andy, and it's goodbye from Casper. Bye-bye. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.